You ready for some real talk? As the market contracts, we have to get more and more focused on sales, sales conversions. And if we're going to be doing that, we need to look at the process of sales. If you're listening to this podcast, I know that you're a heavy operator. You think in logic, you think analytically and methodically. Because of that, I want you to know about Sales Hub from HubSpot. It's an all-in-one platform that is designed beautifully. This tool is a dream, not only for the seller, the person who's having these conversations, but also for you as the operator. It is organized. It's going to sort everything in a beautiful pipeline. You're going to be able to create reminders and you can manage leads. Here's the thing that I love. It automates the outreach. And from an ops perspective, it's powered by AI. So the teams that are in here are going to spend much less time on tedious and time-consuming tasks. And to me, that means productivity, which we all love. You can try Sales Hub for free by going to hubspot.com slash sales and get started today. This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Gingrich, and today we are recording episode number 240. And this week is a special week and a big week here at the Ops Authority. And I just wanted to publicly and officially welcome round 22 students into this amazing cohort that we have pulled together. And we are so impressed at the women who have said yes to the certification, to growing and to evolving as operators. So official welcome to our group we are kicking off this week. And we couldn't be more excited about the caliber of women that have arrived. If you're someone who is out there and interested in joining us in an upcoming round of the DOO certification, I invite you to listen in to a private podcast series that I have recorded. It is something that you'll need to join at obm2doo.com. That's going to give you access to a couple of episodes. They're short episodes, but they're really, really good and insightful. You're going to be able to see other people's journeys who have gone from being an online business manager and have elevated into the DOO role. And it's five questions from four people who have gone through both certifications and have a really good perspective that we wanted you guys to hear. So obm to doocom if you are one of those people who just can't wait to join us in the future. In the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about the real world. What is going on with the change in the economy, how that is affecting service providers. So today we are going to continue that conversation and change its focus just a little bit. This podcast episode is going to be focused on what you should do to get prepared for the interviews that are going to come your way. If you listen to the past two episodes, we've given you lots of creative ideas and hopefully new ideas 
for you to get out there and start drumming up some prospects. And when you do that and you stay consistent with that, you're going to find yourself in an interview position very, very soon. So I wanted to make sure that you were equipped to walk into that conversation just with your best self, putting your best self forward. And before we dive into this topic, I just want to remind you that we recorded an episode or I recorded an episode. It's episode number 150. It's the five steps to landing your next operations role. So if you're still curious about some things that you can do and actions you can take to secure work, then I invite you to check out episode number 150. But today we're talking about what we can do to prepare ourselves to get hired. So as a part of the hiring process, this is no surprise to anyone listening to us today, you're going to go through an interview and it doesn't matter if you are looking for a full-time role or if you are interviewing a prospect that you intend to work with. Just this week, I had a student who reached out to me from our mastermind, which is only available for our students who have already graduated from the DOO program. But she reached out to me and she said, I am so excited. I have finally gotten an interview and I'm just doing whatever I can to get prepared. Do you have any tips? So I thought, hey, this is going to be a perfect time for me to come here and it fits inside of this series just beautifully and share with you what I shared with one of our previous students and someone who's in our mastermind. So anytime we get a call back or we have even discovery calls sometimes and coffee chats, there is always a little, there's a set of nerves that just pop up because it's unpredictable. You don't know what's on the other side. You don't know how the conversation is going to flow. So there's always some trepidation that is involved. But today I want to focus on how you can get yourself in a state of confidence and leadership so that when you arrive to the conversation, you are there showing up as your next best self. That's the focus that you should have when you arrive. So how would you do that? First things for me, I would make sure that I do a ton of research. I want to understand what the brand is about. I want to have a full understanding of what the mission of the company is. Obviously, you're going to want to know what they sell. You're going to want to know about the owner. If you can get any sort of information about the type of team or the size of the team that they have, those are all like non-negotiables. You're going to have to do that before you show up. But going one step further, I want you to understand and review. Going one step further, I want you to review the job description. Hopefully, this role that you have gotten an interview for has a job description associated with it. Otherwise, you don't really know what you're interviewing for. So I'm a huge proponent of making sure that you've got a job description. If for some reason you don't, maybe this is a referral or a friend of a friend type of thing, Before I show up for an interview, I would make sure that you have at least a high-level understanding of the responsibilities for this role. If you're looking for a director-level position, but this person is looking for an introductory, an entry-level, or maybe an all-implementation-level position, and neither of you are aware of what your goals are, it's going to be a waste of your time, and I never want you to do any of that. So Of course, research the company, but second to that, and maybe even more importantly, you're going to want to understand what the job entails. And for me, that looks like a job description. So why do I care about this job description? Of course, I want you to understand the scope of the role. I want you to visualize yourself in the role, performing the functions and owning the responsibilities that are listed on the job description. Is this a level that you are going to be comfortable with for the next six to 12 months? 
I don't believe even in this economy that you need to scale back. I want you to just be fully aware of what you're walking into. Even more than that, I want you to look at these responsibilities and think in your history, in your previous work experience, how have you performed any or many of the different responsibilities and requirements that are listed in the job description? When you start to look at this and start making notes on this, it's going to create a way for you to have vivid examples of how you've already performed the requirements that they're looking for. As someone who has interviewed lots and lots and lots, hundred, actually thousands of people, I always go back to the job description requirements to create the questions, the situational questions that I'm going to ask in the interview. So just from one corporate executive recruiter to you, I promise you looking at that job description is going to pay off in spades. Get some hardcore tactical examples that you have done in your own experience. Be prepared to show up with the at the interview with all of those. You're going to outshine other people because most people are showing up to an interview completely unprepared. Not only are you going to have knowledge of the company, of the job and the role that's there, of the leader that's there, but also you're going to be able to connect the dots for them. And as someone who does this for a living, it is so nice when the candidate ends up telling the story for you. As the interviewer, you're not having to dig and ask clarifying questions. You can really set yourself apart by just doing that. All right, here is a gold star tip for you, especially if you're looking at joining an organization at the strategic level. If the role that you're looking at and the place that you want to enter the company, the skill that you want to use and sell and be paid for is in the strategic realm, meaning you want to be a strategist, a thought partner, a right hand, a high level operator, any of those words, any of those adjectives right there, then it is up to you to show that you are strategic in an interview. And if you sit back and wait for the interviewer to ask you questions, even if you come in with examples, you may miss the opportunity to actually show off the one skill that they're looking for, which is strategy. So if you're looking for a strategic role, I'm going to challenge you to do all the research that I have already just talked about and think about what is one strategy that you would bring to this company today. If they hired you, what advice would you give the leader? What new idea would you give the leader? So here's how this may actually play out. If you go through the entire interview and you haven't had a place or a question to respond to where you could show off this idea and strategy that you would like to share, then you're going to include it in the closing because every single interview is going to wrap up with, is there anything else you would like to share today? If you haven't had the opportunity, this is where you're going to share it. You're going to say, hey, before we wrap up this interview, I just wanted to let you guys know you're looking at a strategic role and I am a strategic partner. In preparing for this interview, I wanted to make sure that you knew that I was strategic. This may not be completely applicable because I don't know everything about your business. You know, there's definitely pieces I don't know. But in my review and in preparing, I thought I would share with you one of the strategic ideas that I had or some strategic insight that I had and then just share them and let them know that it may fit and it may not fit. But this you want to just show off. You want to flex the muscle and you also want to be proactive. This is the number one differentiator for you and anyone else who's going to be interviewing because most people are going to wait and see what the interviewer asks them 
They're not going to come with ideas and, and the preparation that you have. Showing off your strategic self is going to pay off and set you in a different echelon from the other people who are applying. The third tip or another tip that I'm going to share with you is there's always going to be some predictable questions that come up in interviews. So I know in all of the interviews that I do and a lot of the ones that I've been on myself, the first question that they ask you is, oh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Now they're doing this because they want to see how you communicate. So if you know that this is highly likely, then why would you not prepare in the same way that we prepare an elevator pitch when we're going to a networking event? Sit down and think about how would you describe yourself personally and professionally? I would consider introducing yourself, where you live, a little bit about your personal side. Maybe you're married, maybe you have children. Share whatever whatever you're comfortable with. And then also share what you like to do when you're not working. I encourage you to share your professional career path. What led you to this role? And the challenge here is you're gonna wanna do all of that succinctly within less than three minutes. So I'm telling you this now, if you expect to be on interviews in the near future, which everyone's gonna be on another interview. So make sure that you do this. Sit down, write it out, practice saying it, and get all of that in here. You want to show up with confident answers to predictable questions. And asking the candidate to share a little bit about themselves is definitely gonna be one of those. So now you know. Since joining the HubSpot Podcast Network, I have challenged myself to listen to a new podcast every single month. So I'm going to challenge you to do the exact same thing. And the one that I'm recommending is The Science of Scaling. One of the episodes I recently listened to was with Elisa Rosenthal, who is the head of sales for OpenAI, a tool we all are likely using. And I thought it was a really cool behind the scenes look at how she got the job, how she builds her team. And of course, lots of other operational goodness that I think you're really going to enjoy. So take a listen to The Science of Scaling wherever you listen to your podcast. Let's face it, interviews are stressful. And during stressful situations, sometimes we can talk too much. We can let our responses go on and on and on. So just keep a mental reminder to yourself that if you are elaborating longer than two minutes on any question, you probably need to wrap it up. I cannot tell you how many times I've been in interviews or I have been the interviewer with another company and they are looking at me like, why is this person going on and on and on? We are passionate about what we do and that that should show up in the quality of your answer but let's keep it succinct. That interviewer has got a list of questions to get through. And if they can't get through all of these questions, then they're not going to be able to compare you to the rest of the pool. So, and what I mean by that is, let's just say they have six questions. If your answers and responses go four and five minutes, then they may only get through three questions. Whereas all of the other people that moved on to this interview round with you, if they get through six and you only get through three, it's not going to be an apples to apples comparison. So just have that mental reminder that you want to strive to keep your answers concise and under two minutes. If it starts to go long, catch yourself, make one summary statement and close it up. I really want your goal during this interview to be showing up as a leader in the interview. 
the higher quality responses you get, the better preparation you get, the easier decision that the interviewer and stakeholders have in making a good decision. Make it easy on them. Make it easy on you. Be prepared. It all pays off. Speaking of preparation and showing up as a leader, I have to remind you, I probably shouldn't have to remind you, but this professional courtesy, this professionalism is a reminder that I'm sharing because I've seen the exact opposite of this, especially since the post-COVID era when we've we've moved to a more relaxed environment. When you're going for an interview, I don't care if you're work from home. I don't care if it's entry level or a tip-top you know, C-suite position. I want you to show up as professional as you can. And that's everything from your presence, your, you know, if you're applying for a director level role, actually any role, this is just my my role, but if you're showing up for a director level role, then you're going to need director level presence. And I think you should have that presence level for any role that you're doing, but don't show up slouchy, don't show up, you know, careless. Look around, especially if this is going to be a video interview, look at your area behind you. It doesn't have to be beautiful and curated and all of that. Just have it be a very clean, well-lit area that number one, you feel comfortable in. But number two, as the interviewer is looking at you and evaluating your responses, don't give them distractions in the background. I had recently interviewed somebody who was a standout candidate. I would have expected based off of the application that she submitted that she would have been a finalist. She was super, super strong on paper. We got her on a call for an interview and the background that she was sitting in was a mess. This is for a director level role. The area around her was disheveled and it took down her professionalism quite a bit. The business owner who has the ultimate decision-making authority here is distracted by looking at all the things around. She had some animals moving around and I know when we're working at home, we can't necessarily you know, fix all of that. But there were boxes that were stacked up. There was food sitting behind her. It just, I know that seems like a no-brainer, like you wouldn't do that. But I've seen some really qualified candidates eliminate themselves, not off of their preparation or their quality of responses, but from the environment that they presented. So director level presence at all time, just make sure to show up before. Don't show up just in time. Don't show up one minute early. I want you to be present. If you're online five minutes early, if you are in person 15 minutes early, just make sure that you get there, that you've got time to take a few deep breaths and mentally prepare. If you're applying, if you're interviewing online, then you know that there's a chance that you could run into any any sorts of technological issues. And so you want to give yourself some time to navigate through those. The last thing I want to chat about and share with you is, as I mentioned earlier, they're always going to have a question at the end of the interview that is, do you have any questions for us? Be prepared with a question. If you are coming in and applying and are a true candidate for a director level or a strategic level role, then you better have some questions and they're expecting questions from you. So I would be prepared for those questions. And it's got to be a question more so than what are the next steps in the interviewing process? That's still a valid question, but I want you to have and come prepared with some questions that are going to be relevant and tied to this job opportunity that's being presented to you. My recommendation is to show up with three pre-drafted interview questions It's quite possible that 
of those three questions, one or some may be answered while you're on the interview. And I hope that that leaves you with at least one or maybe a couple that you can ask yourself, but don't come in with just one. My caution to you is one may not cut the cookie. So come in with a few extra. And this is also going to be this wrapping up part of the interview is going to be your opportunity to share with them the strategic insight. And also another tip, I'll end with this tip. When you're wrapping up, let them know what success looks like for you in this role. What do I mean by that? Let them know what you think you would be able to get accomplished or completed in the first 30 days of this role. By doing this, you are showing them that you are proactive, that you're going to manage yourself, that you are going to be self-led, that you can be autonomous, that you have expectations for yourself, that you are able to bring a return on investment in this role in a short amount of time. If I had a candidate who did that for me, it would be an absolute no-brainer. As I wrap up, I just want to let you know that you have a cheerleader in me as you are going into these interviews. I hope that this can be a resource that you come back to. I hope that you've taken some notes so that you can prepare yourself for the interviews that lie ahead. You guys keep doing really good work. Be prepared. Be organized. These are core skills that you already have. Let's just bring them to the job interviews so that you really can show up as your next best self. If you've gotten this far in this podcast episode, then I bet that your mind is on interviewing. So do me a favor. Let's do some group think here. And remember, I had shared that I want you to have at least three questions to ask at the end of the interview. Head over to theopsinsiders.com. That's our private Facebook community. I want you to join us over there. There's going to be a prompt in there asking you what your interview question would be at the end or at the conclusion of the interview. So when they ask you, do you have any questions for us? What would your question be? Go ahead and drop that in theopsinsiders.com, our private Facebook group, so that we can get a list of questions and maybe you won't have as much preparation to do for that because we will have a list of dozens of questions that you might be able to ask. Head over to theopsinsiders.com. Alrighty, friends, it has been a pleasure to hang out with you today. I will be back next week. And until then, we'll be in touch. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.